Welcome to Flourish. I'm Diane Planadin, and you're in the right place if you're ready to create an inspired life. And we do so by working on our own personal development so we can be strong role models for those we love and mentor and strong for our own personal well-being. Today, we continue our journey through Maxwell Maltz's best-selling novel called Self-Image Psychology. And it's all about, you know, building confidence in yourself, believing in yourself. And here's an interesting twist on this chapter. He says, if you accept your weaknesses, you will be stronger, in fact. So let's get started, because this is an interesting read. And there's five tips on how to do this, so make sure you stay to the very end. He says, if you make peace with your weaknesses, you will fortify your self-image. In ceasing to criticize yourself, you will place emphasis on the plus factors in your personality. You will look for things to like in yourself and you will find them. Those five tips will help you. But here's what he first says. Life is a bitter struggle indeed and you can survive happily only if you are kind to yourself. Success is a process of overcoming one's defects and plunging through desert land to an oasis of greenery. A biographer wrote of Thomas Edison that shy or retiring he might be, but once he began to talk about an idea or an invention that was close to his heart, he could become surprisingly lucid and even eloquent. He even references Abraham Lincoln and how he embraced his weaknesses and put his best foot forward. This is how he was described. Here is a wonderful man whose inner strengths shone through his defects because he accepted his weaknesses and concentrated on the job at hand because he believed in himself, because he could be kind to himself. He was a human being just as you and I. <laughs> what he could do in terms of his concept of himself, you can do in terms of your own self-evaluation. Maybe you're not going to be president, but you can be a successful human being. And as mentioned previously, what success is defined through your eyes. Not others, not social media, not the neighbor next door. Because guess what? You never know what people are really going through. They might have a big house, but they might be major in debt. They might be driving a nice car, but... Maybe they can't afford the car insurance. You just never know because we all wear masks. And that was last week talking about you can take off your mask. You can be your true self within reason under proper circumstances, of course. <laughs> but nevertheless, if you believe in yourself, if you embrace your weaknesses, something you can't control, if you think you're too tall or too short or you don't like something about yourself, you don't have to go see a plastic surgeon. You just have to reset your mindset and embrace those things because they're really not a weakness. But we perceive them as such, don't we? So I'm going to get right into the five tips. Number one, learn your limitations. We all have our breaking points, physical and mental. They vary with the individual. Some people can stand up under some forms of pressure, but will buckle under other stresses. Stop criticizing yourself for being weak and instead 
Get in the habit of recognizing your limitations. Stop criticizing yourself in the big picture, right? Just let it go. Go with the flow. Talk yourself into your actions. Those biological movements you make first are the very most important. So don't listen to that little voice that's telling you you're not enough. Embrace whatever weakness you have and focus on those strengths. Okay, number two, honor your limitations. Once you're aware of your breaking points, use this knowledge to help yourself. Don't push yourself beyond your limits just to prove to other people that you are courageous. It takes courage to make decisions for yourself, even if some insensitive people may sneer at you. Now, does that not ring like high school all over again? <laughs> Guess what? It never changes. It never changes. The immature people in high school <laughs> that like to impose peer pressure on people for their entertainment or mm, so they would look better never changes. That never changes in life. The only change is what you can control. If you value other people's opinions and they say, well, wouldn't it be fun if we just ran across the railroad tracks in front of the train and see what happens? Yeah, no, you don't need to do that. <laughs> you only need to be accountable to yourself and those that you are mentoring, especially children. All right, number three, toughness. Men should not feel that they have to be super masculine heroes. Most characters of this type are fictional creatures, products of writers' lively imaginations. Real-life men have failings as well as strengths. Sometimes troubles will pile up, and in despair, you'll feel like crying. It is nonsense that a man shouldn't cry. Liberate yourself from such a foolish belief. Guess what? We all have emotions. We do. And we choose how to handle those emotions. So if you're suppressing how angry and upset you are, it's not healthy. It's not healthy for your body. It's not healthy for your spirituality. It's not healthy for your mind. And he gives the example of men because stereotypically men are under a lot of pressure to be macho and masculine and muscular. And you need to be in the shape that you want to be but know that it's okay. It's okay to show your emotions. It's okay. And, and I love that because it's not a weakness. It's not a flaw. If you get upset when your cat passes away, your cat was with you for 25 years. I get upset. Well, I did get upset when my cat passed away. It's natural. It's human. We have emotions. We all have the same parts when it comes to our brain function. And that's where the emotions are mm, regulated. All right. Number four, perfection. Women have other attributes more valuable than the physical image one can see in a mirror. Shake free from superficial thinking that leaves scars on your self-image. You can't afford these 
scars. And, you know, men and women alike have, have that. And I'm going to read another excerpt from the chapter about that. You women should try to get a fuller perspective of life, developing your spiritual and creative resources, setting goals for your days. Most important, start bl stop blaming yourself if you're not the perfect woman. That doesn't even exist. And equally, the perfect man <laughs> does not exist. Marketing pushes our emotional buttons. And people, women and men, everybody alike, feel those pressures. And especially when it comes to looking a certain way. Now, don't get me wrong. I think it's great to have pride in how you look, to really hold your head up high and give it your all. But you're doing it for you. You're doing it for you. And I think that is really, really important. And again, I invite you to look at the history of time. This has been going on <laughs> for 2,000 years. It's all about your own self-image, and that's why he says, embrace those weaknesses and it'll give you strength, progress, not perfection. And number five, always be true to yourself. None of us likes the friend who smiles on us when we're rich and disappears when we lost our money. It's the same way with yourself. If you admire your own strength and hate your weakness, you're not being true to yourself. Your self-image will never be steady. You'll never be happy. Accept yourself when you hit rock bottom and you have a foundation for growth. You know, and that is, uh, that's a real knockout one, number five. And I would dare to say you don't have to hit rock bottom in order to bounce back. Different levels, different ideas, ideals. What does that look like for you? How does that make you feel? It's different for everybody. And I think it's funny that he uses the example of money because that rings true like never before. And actually right now, North America is going through uh, a little bit of a financial crisis situation, as is probably the rest of the world, but I'm not as familiar. But, you know, interest rates have gone up, cost of living has gone up, and people are still trying to keep up. Put food on the table, a roof over your head. And that pressure is immense. So if that's happening to you, just remember... <laughs> Know who your friends are. Know who's going to support you. Who can help you stay grounded and keep your spirits alive and help you regroup, reset financially. Because those people who you think are your friends that would understand or that you're putting on a facade for because you want to pretend you still have money, they're not your friends. And in fact, uh, <laughs> I heard a story when the last financial crisis happened directly from a friend of mine who had lost almost everything, like 
bankruptcy, lost, but managed to hold on, you know, to a few things. And he told me that he was in the grocery store with the last bit of cash the family had until, you know, <laughs> next payday. <laughs> and he's counting out the change, you know, needs to buy milk, some bread, etc. And some ladies come up behind him that his kids go to school with. And he was just so embarrassed. But he could not bear the fact that they would know what they're going through. And I'm not saying you have to tell people what you're going through. But I'm saying you don't need to reach rock bottom in order to keep going. Because he felt immense pressure to keep up a facade. And when he finally let go of that facade, when he finally was able to regroup for him and his family and his children and not worry about the people who aren't really his friends anyways because if it's only about money and that doesn't whatever economic level you're at there's always somebody there that's gonna be <laughs> ready for you to make yourself a little bit less right so they can look better and this is my point high school's never over it's never over so Take note of number five, accept yourself. You know, that foundation is so important. And here's the upside. Look ahead to a bright future. I mean, look at, you're still here. You're still riding, you're still thriving, you're still going. You are resilient. Yeah, you are resilient. You have to keep that one in mind. You are still here. And when most people downgrade themselves and are afraid to go forward, there's a danger that some of you will misunderstand the meaning. <sighs> Terrible things happen in life. And the purpose of this book, he says, is positive, helping you to improve your self-image. In accepting your weaknesses, you accept yourself as a total human being with the assets and liabilities to which you are the heir. With full awareness of your limitations, you plan your days optimistically, accepting them and yet rising above them to your full potential strength. You should make peace with your failures. Forget about them. Move on to your daily goals, all in the process of living. Forget the failures of yesterday. Because mm -hmm. if you're gonna dwell on the past, then you're gonna be depressed and the fears of tomorrow. Because you're worried about the future, that causes a lot of anxiety. Think of today and achieve something worthwhile and you'll be strong. Think of today and achieving something worthwhile and you will be strong. You are strong. You have to remind yourself you are resilient and in order to move forward, you have to accept whatever weakness happened. You need to forget about the past because that's depressing if it wasn't a beautiful time for you. And look forward, but don't, don't stress about the future. Everything's going to work out. It always does. You have to keep those positive vibes flowing. You have to keep your head up high. Not worry about comparison and you will live a more inspired life. Well, if you like the show, share it with somebody you know. And hey, you could really support us by 
subscribing on our YouTube channel. I get so many listens and watches and would love for you to support the channel for free by subscribing to YouTube. I'll see you next week.